Man, y'all just don't know how exciting this is for me to actually have the chance to actually bless each and every person uh, on this wonderful, wonderful Saturday. Uh, I'm your host, Dr. Holly Mays, on this edition of Bishop Chronicles Podcast. Man, the wait is over. But listen, I'm excited to be here this morning. Um, um, I have an exciting show for you guys today, man. We're going to be dealing with a lot of different topics uh, over the next few episodes. We're going to be dealing with some religious topics. We're going to be dealing with some topics that are just out here in the community. We're going to even be dealing with some political pop, uh, topics. And Let me just be clear. Uh, I am not the most poly- political person in the world, but uh, we're going to be dealing with a lot of things, man, because I believe that God is really wanting the people to speak on what's going on so that he can manifest clarity. Amen. So listen, on today's show, uh, we are, we're doing this thing live from uh, uh, a 900 East Beltline Road in Dallas and DeSoto, Texas. So if you guys ever want to come and be a part of the audience, man, and be live and, and allow me to answer your questions, you're more than welcome to do that. But more than anything, hey, we, we're excited about your comments via Twitter. We're excited about your comments during Facebook, uh, during Facebook Live. But more than anything, we want your feedback. That's how we're going to uh, come up with our episodes. We're going to do episodes based on uh, what your feedback is. So make sure that, that if you got a true question or a true comment, uh, you're actually looking for an answer, okay? Uh, but listen, today, let's get right into it. Uh, we're going to be dealing with how to build the faithful five in your ministry or business. How to build the faithful five in your ministry or business. What, what, what does that mean? Well, in my ministry, uh, Kingdom Faith Empowerment Worship Center, I developed what they call a faithful five. And that faithful five, once again, no, we're not the superheroes. No, we're not the, the, the Justice League or the Avengers. But that faithful five is those five people that you can build your infrastructure on. Because a lot of times we go into churches, especially people that start their own churches, they go into churches and they're like, how do I get started? So we're, we're asking friends and family members to come in and, and work with us and we get disappointed when they don't and now we're stuck because we anticipated that you know everybody that said they had our back uh, was going to be our back, going to have our back. So I want to talk a little bit on how to build the faithful five in your ministry and your business, and try to and and truly make sure that you're building a great foundation before you try to build an infrastructure. Okay. Before I get into the podcast, man, I just want to ask you guys if you're in the Dallas Fort Worth area, DeSoto area, Cedar Hill, Duncanville, hey, stop by. 900 East Beltline uh, Road, DeSoto, Texas, 75115, every Sunday evening, afternoon at 2 p.m. Man, Kingdom Faith Empowerment Worship Center is going to be having an awesome service, and we really want you guys to come on out, man, so check us out. Uh, but before I do anything, I want to give uh, honor where honor is due. Man, I want to give a shout out uh, to Dr. Vanell Warren uh, for allowing us to uh to be on camera, to be able to use his studio. I am humbled. Thank you so much. Uh, Hey, man, if you need any production, you need anything done, uh, aspiring artist, hey, I'm telling you, man, check him out. Reach out to him. He's on Facebook. He's on Messenger. Hey, man, he's all over the world, so you better catch him while you can. So let's get into it, man. So how to build the faithful five in your ministry. The first thing we need to do is, is, is talk about what is 
the faithful five. The faithful five is your foundation, okay? It's, it's your foundation. It's, it's the group of people that you can count on. So many times we get in ministry and we, we talk about people having our heart. Well, let me be honest with you. Even Jesus didn't get 5,000 people, 500 people. He only got 12. So you have to understand when you're building a business or you're building a ministry that you don't need every single person that you come in contact with. Everybody that you come in contact with, trust me, are not supposed to be there for the long haul. They're only supposed to be there for a particular time. But the problem is, is we're keeping people around when we should have let them go through their time and then let them go. We're trying to hold on to people, and it could be for various reasons. It could be because they, they, they tithe good or they invest good. It could be because uh, they know a group of people. It could be for any reason, but we have to get out of the habit of keeping people around who are not a part of our business or our ministry's purpose and destiny. So the faithful five are those unlikely people that are going to be with you through thick and thin. That's, that's, that's the group of people that, hey, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter how you feel, they're going to be honest with you because they're there with you for the long haul. They're not there to justify your ego. They're not just, they're not there to, to justify your pride. They're there because they believe in the mission. They believe in the vision. They believe in every single thing that you brought to them when you said, hey, I want you to be a part of what we're doing. The faithful five are not concerned about your attitude issues. The faithful five are not concerned about, you know, your past. They don't care that you got a felony. They don't care that you cheated on your wife back in the past. They do not care, okay? The faithful five are only concerned with the vision. They're only concerned with what can we do to help this, this organization, this ministry, this business, this vision go from one to 10. That's what the faithful five do, okay? The faithful five are not your family members, okay? The faithful five are not your friends. Let me be honest with you. If you got somebody who was in your peanut gallery when you was in college, they are not a part of your faithful five, okay? Your faithful five are the group of people that God sends you purposely to be themselves. They won't switch up who they are on your behalf. They won't switch up how they operate and how they feel on your behalf. They won't do that. If they, if they are, 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 are nonchalant when you met them, they're nonchalant now. If they're, you know, aggravated when you met them, they're aggravated now. Paul, I mean, Peter never changed up who he was when he was with Christ. He had an attitudinal problem when Christ met him. He had an attitudinal problem in, in, in the wilderness, in the garden. So you have to understand what the faithful five is and when you have the faithful five, a lot of ministries, a lot of businesses, we're getting people that are not there for the long haul and we're getting into an issue down the line uh, when it comes to taking our business to the next level because now you got people, you got cancers that are growing inside of your business that are creating small little infections and infestations. And when you're trying to impregnate your business and then give birth to it, now you have a stillbirth because you got the wrong people. You got the wrong, you got the wrong group around you, okay? Um, growing the right team. The Faithful Five is a team that wants to be grown. Disciples is the, alludes to the Greek term, uh, which means learner, okay? What I love about the Bible is when Christ met with the disciples, he, he knew them as disciples. He knew they had a heart of learning. 
A lot of times we get people who already present themselves to be learned. And, and that's not going to make a good faithful father. Now, you may have somebody that's an accountant, which means that they know certain things. But you have to understand that we have to be very careful of getting people who think they know more than you. Let me give you an example. I was, uh, when I first started building my ministry, uh, I was dealing with uh, a lot of older uh, elders and pastors. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with it, but I want you to hear me out on this one. And when I was, was building them, they kept trying to give me advice and try to tell me what to do with my vision based on the other churches they've been in, based on the other pastors they've been in, based on all the other things that they were doing. And and, and, and let, let's be, let me be honest, I, I didn't have a problem with that. I really didn't. I didn't have a problem with it. But they lost focus of the fact that it's not your vision. They lost focus of the fact of how can I take my experience and my tenure and my education and help build and grow the vision. They lost the fact, they lost a uh, 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 fact of this is not your vision. It's kind of like a parent trying to live their athletic dreams through their children. This is not your dream. Your dream is over. So now you can either attach yourself to someone and help them build the dream, or you can continue to go try to build your own. But what we cannot continue to do in ministry and business is bring people in that are simply there to suffocate and, and stalemate the vision. So when you get your faithful five, they are already in tune with growing. Some of them are students. Some of them are still learning. Uh, they, they, some of them love to read. Whatever the case may be, they will have characteristics of one that likes to learn. Okay? When, 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 when Christ was getting his disciples, they were already doing something else. Whether it was in their own business or whatever, they were already doing something else. And they were normally, if you read the scriptures, they were normally overseen by someone. They were overseen by someone. So it's not like they were out there doing their own thing. They had a, someone teaching them, supervising them, building them, growing them. So, so Christ could see in their spirit that they had a spirit of learning. So when I get them and I bring them and I start teaching them the vision and mentoring them and, 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 and impregnating them with, with a vision and the next that's going to happen, I know they won't take it, sabotage it, run with it, and destroy it. Okay? Um, next thing, where do you find the faithful five? Listen, man, oh my God. I'm, I'm going to say this and I hope nobody get, get offended with this. I understand that we want to go to the lost. We want to go to the sick. We want to go We want to go out to the drug dealers. We want to go out to the prostitutes. And, and we're talking about pastors, but you can't do that in business. Okay? Now, whether anybody wants to agree with this or not, you have to face the fact, at least if you're going to be a pastor, and I'm talking about a senior pastor, that your church is a business. You can call it ministry all you want. That's just a word to suffice the people that you are having these con these Christianic conversations with. But when you sit around people who have an intellect and an education and experience of, of, of growing and developing business, you will find out, if you're honest, that your church is simply a business. It really is. There's a That's a portion of it. That's a, that is a criteria to growing a church is understanding business. 
So where do you find your faithful five? Listen, you got to understand, you got to be careful about growing the ministry versus growing the business. You got to be careful about that. Because the same parameters that it takes to grow your ministry is not the same parameters it takes to grow your business. You can, you can grow your ministry with people coming off the street, but you cannot grow your business with any old black person coming off the street. You just can't do that. That's why 95% of your churches have an executive staff and they have a ministerial staff or a pastoral staff. Because you may not use the same people in your ministerial staff in the same way, capacity that you use the people in your business staff. That's just a fact. So when you're growing a business, an entrepreneurial endeavor, whatever the case may be, you have to understand that your faithful five is one of the two. Are you my business side or are you my ministry side? Whichever one it is, I know I can you can you will protect the vision, whichever side that's on. So if I gave you the vision to my ministry and what God has given me, then I can trust you and I can keep it in your, I know it's going to stay in your breast. If I, if, I, if I give you the vision and the business plan for my business, I know you're not going to take my business plan and try to make it your own and try to go out and do your own thing. Why? Because you're the faithful five. But where do you find the faithful five? Now I, I, I want let me let me step back for a second because I'd be remiss if my wife talk if my wife ever watches this she's gonna be like hey listen bro I thought we discussed that you was gonna try to make it clear what group of people you're talking to so let me revert back I'm talking to people who are growing their churches or growing their businesses I'm not talking to people who were handed over a church I'm not talking to people who inherited a church. I'm talking about people who said that the Lord gave them a vision to plant a ministry or plant a church. And from the ground up, they simply depended on the power of the Holy Ghost and the knowledge and, and, and impartation of God to build their ministry. Or this entrepreneur who says, I God gave me an idea, gave me a business plan. And through that business plan, they had to groom, grow and develop that from the earth, which means from the ground up, Okay. So th those are the people that I'm talking to right now, okay? Why am I making this distinction? Because, watch this now, everybody will connect with you when you're on top, but your faithful five take a special interest in being with you when you are at the bottom, okay? Where do you find your faithful five? Nine times out of 10, your faithful five are gonna think like you. They're gonna draw to you. You won't have to find them. They're going to find you because God will connect you with people that's, that's going to promote your vision. Because remind you, your vision came from God in the first place. So God is going to make, watch this now, God is going to make provisions for growing your vision. So you don't have to worry about finding the faithful five. They will find you. I don't care if it's at a, you'll find them at the most unlikely resources. You'll find them at the grocery store, pumping gas. You'll, you'll meet them at an event or whatever the case may be. It will not be intentional. It will not be intentional. It will be divine, God's divine connection in order for you guys to get together. Now, once again, I'm not saying that you won't meet good people in other places. I'm not saying you got to wait. And, and, and until God brings these people to you. But all I'm saying is, is when you're looking at your, your faithful five, when you're trying to find them, you need to make sure that you've already prayed for God's discernment. You need to have discernment so God can open your eyes and you can see things through, through, through God. 
Because a lot of times we're looking at people through our personality and through our, our, our uh, emotions and we're not looking at people through the vision in which God gave us. Because you will find out that even your spouse has no business helping you in your business. Just saying. Uh, you got to know the value of misfits and troublemakers. This is key. Because let me tell you something. Uh, my chief of staff, Jade Ross, she always tends to, uh, it's crazy. She always tends to uh, call us the misfit crew. My faithful five, they, we call ourselves the misfit crew. And the reason why is because we all got issues. <laughs> we all got issues. Okay? Nobody can talk about the other person. No, the, the pot cannot call the kettle black at all. Let me tell you. So, so she calls us the misfit crew. And, 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 and here's the crazy thing. When I'm looking at this, this, this extraordinary crew that I have, I've learned that these are people I would not have handpicked. I would not have handpicked them. Because in my mind, based on my education, my tenure, my education, uh, and, 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 and my mindset, I would not have went for a person who has no disrespect, a lesser education. I wouldn't have went for somebody who doesn't dress like I do. I wouldn't have went for someone who doesn't have uh, a book out or whatever the case may be. I wouldn't have went for anyone like that. Okay? And you can call me selfish, you can say prideful, egotistical, whatever you want. But 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 I'm being perfectly honest with you when it comes to building uh, the brand, building the business, building the ministry. In my finite mind, I was looking for a totally different group of people. I was, I was looking for, I'm going to be honest, I was looking for this older white person who got a lot of money. I was looking for the, the top-notch preacher who was going to uh, give me a lot of preaching engagement so I could get known worldwide. Th this is how my finite mind was trying to build my ministry, trying to build my business. I never would have thought to look for people who are just like me, who got a past just like me, who got imperfections just like me. And what I realized is in, in, in looking for my faithful five, I found out a lot about who I really was. See, a lot of times we'll stay away from folks that are just like us. We'll stay away from people that remind us of the prison sentence that we almost got. We'll stay away from people that remind us of the fact that, that we got a child out of wedlock. We'll go get people who, who will overshadow what we've been through and start just dealing with what we're trying to do. And that's not the type of people you need around you when you're trying to grow your ministry, when you're trying to grow your business. You need people true blue around you that's willing to say, hey, man, let's sit down and take a, let's take a little time. And let's look at this because I'm not feeling what you're saying. You need to show me what it is because right now I don't agree with that. Okay. But but once again, where do you find them? Hey, keep your eyes open, your ears open, and just allow God to connect you with the most unlikely people. Quit going to your friends and family members thinking they're going to support your business. Quit going to friends and family members thinking they should support your business. Think about it. African Americans are a whole race of people that don't support a whole race of people. So you got to understand it's something within our nature that 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 keeps us from supporting one another. I'm not knocking anyone. I'm just going based on statistics. So at the end of the day, you got to switch your mindset and switch your brain from thinking that those folk that look like you are always the ones that are going to or should support you. Okay? My faithful five consists of Asians, consists of African Americans, consists of white folks. My faithful five are, are, we call each other, once again, the misfit crew. 
Okay. Um, I got a text message uh, saying, "What is the destiny of the Faithful Five? So, so in other words, what where where is it Faithful Five trying to go? So, let me go back to Second Kings chapter two when we was talking about Elijah and Elisha. Okay. Now, I want I want to paint this picture before we get out of here because I want you to understand the destiny of the Faithful Five because the Faithful Five is not people that just following behind you." When you're growing and developing your business, you have to understand everybody wants to expand. There's no pastor alive, and, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, that just wants one church, one endeavor, one ministry, one project, one service. There's no pastor, there's no business owner that just wants one business, one location. Everybody wants the opportunity to expand. But the question that you have to ask yourself is where do I expand and who do I expand with? Okay, so when you're getting your faithful five and you're and you're and you're looking at the criteria, you have to ask yourself: Are these the people that I want to expand with, and are these the people that I want to expand through? Okay, because through the disciples, when Christ got the disciples, and I'm gonna get back with Elijah and Elisha in a minute. But when, when Christ talked about when he was with the disciples, you have to understand that he had to be willing to look at them and say, when I'm gone, the vision can still move forward through them. It doesn't matter what they've been through. It doesn't matter what they've done. It doesn't matter what people say about them. But I need to be able to under, to make sure that I can uh, uh, unequivocally verify that if I leave, they got it. And they're going to do it in the same capacity that I do, okay? So when we look at Elijah and Elisha, and we look at the journey of Elijah, and this is to answer the question, on uh, what's the destiny of the faithful five? Well, when we look at Elijah, Elijah knew his destiny. He knew where he was going to. He knew where he was, he was getting ready to, to move to. Okay? He knew it was just inevitable that God was going to take him up and that one day he was going to leave. However, he had to leave his mantle with something. He knew he was not taking his mantle with, me, with him. Okay, So he picked a young boy by the name of Elisha who began to follow him and who became a mentee of his. And through all rain, sleet, and snow, ridicule, people talking about him, people trying to get Elisha off of his journey, guess what? Because he was faithful to his leader, that banter did not matter. So when he went across to the Jordan with Elijah, Elijah asked him, what do you desire? And he said, I desire a double portion. And Elijah told him, if you are here and you was witnessed me get taken up, in, in retrospect, what Elijah was saying is, if you witness my elevation, if you witness me go from bishop to archbishop, if you witness me go from, from small business owner to CEO of a multi-million dollar corporation, if you witness my ascension, then you shall get what you ask for. The faithful five are those people that are with you through through the Jordan experience, through the Syria experience, they are with you through thick and thin so that when you have a private moment, that everybody else may be watching, but they don't know what you are saying to your faithful five. And the, the, the goal of the faithful five is to operate in them and still accomplish your vision. 
So even when you get promoted, watch this now, whatever you got promoted from is still intact and operating at the highest level because you have people who have walked with you, who have been with you, who have bled with you, who have cried with you, who have gotten beat up with you. You got people that are there with you no matter what. So you can operate on the next level and don't have to worry about this level down here. So the destiny of the Faithful Five is the franchising of your organization. The Faithful Five are the ones that's going to continue to reboot and kickstart the franchisement of your ministry, the franchisement of your, your business. They're going to be the ones that, 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 that's going to say, hey, listen, for, 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 for you I live and for you I die. Okay, I'm with you. As long as I know you are on the good path, the Apostle Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. As long as I know you are following Christ and you're still following your vision or you're still working according to the business plan and you're still on course, guess what? We're going to continue to follow you and do everything in accordance to the way you lined it out when we first started this thing. That is the destiny of the faithful five. That's why a lot of churches fail because we're trying to get 100 members, but we don't have five disciples. That's why businesses fail, because we're trying to get a thousand people to come through the door, but we don't have five people who's willing to work the front counter. And, 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 and the whole part of growing a business is stability. It's stability. Without stability, it's going to be difficult for you to grow a business. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be difficult. Okay? So I encourage each and every person, listen, I'm going to wrap everything up, man. But listen, I encourage you guys, man, find your faithful five. If you're sitting here and you're, and you're growing your ministry, you're growing your business, uh, you're trying to develop that, that second wave, make sure you got a good faithful five with you. And listen, let me, let, me, let me come back and say this. That faithful five may not be a faithful five. It may be a faithful three. It may be a faithful seven. It may be a faithful t Jesus found a faithful 11. Okay, he found a faithful 11 because we all know what happened to Judas. <laughs> but, but, he, but he found his faithful group. And you got to find your faithful group. If you're going to grow your ministry and you're going to grow your business, guess what? You, you're going to have to find those people that's going to maximize who you are and make sure that they push you to the highest level that you can get to. Listen, I encourage you guys to continue to, to hang on with me, man, each and every week on this podcast. Uh, we're going to be dropping some new stuff next week, man. We're going to be dealing with women in the pulpit. Okay, is it right? Is it wrong? Is it doctrinal? Is it just biblical? Is it theological? Is it is it is it ideological? We we don't know. Let's talk about it for a second because I believe that some people are getting lost in the fact of what God never intended. So, listen, I encourage you guys to stay with me. Be with me next week, man, on Bishop Chronicles, man. Again, hey, come be in the live audience, 900 East Beltline Road, DeSoto, Texas. Love you guys, man. I'm out. Peace.